Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And today's podcast is all about how to make money with new construction. This is, I don't know, our top five favorite topics. It Definitely. Is, especially <laughs> in this market. And Julie is going to nerd out with all of us and share us some fresh off the presses statistics for you. Well, that's right, because it is an amazing source of business for real estate agents and brokers. So here's something hot off the presses. Did you know that of all the active inventory that you could put a buyer in contract today or by yourself, perhaps... 33% of it is new construction, either existing in the form of a spec home or have it's already broken ground and is currently being built, but it is available inventory. That's a third of the market is new construction. So let's drill down on that because that's a really critical thing. Um, I had somebody tell me the other day, incorrectly, I didn't, I didn't correct them because what was the point, that there's going to be something like 4.1 million home sales this year. Julie and I have heard that. It's going to be 4.1 to 4.5, 4.6 million. But here is where you, uh, where the rubber meets the road. Julie, you researched this more than I did. Does that include homes that are not in the MLS? It does not include all homes not in the MLS because there is some new construction in the MLS, but no, it doesn't include all of the new stuff. So the things that are not in the MLS listed by a real estate broker are not included in the uh, home sales data. In other words, when you hear someone saying there's going to be 4.5 million home sales in 2000 and you know, whatever, that does not include all the new construction. And it also doesn't include all the private transactions, includes all, you know, all that. So when you're seeing these companies that are taking, they're doing their best they can to compile the real estate sales data, they're getting it mostly from the MLSs, mostly from National Association of Realtors. I'd say 99% of the sure. time, they're getting it from National Association of Realtors. What's the, you love that one company, what's Alta? Altos, A-L-T-O-S. Yeah, and I, they get their, I'm sure they get majority. They use multiple sources, but yes, Altos Research is very good. And there's a, a weekly video that comes out, which is totally nerdy, but really good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we watch that stuff, so you don't have to. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but with that in mind, so let's say, you, I don't want to put words in your mouth, you're the numbers person. So you're saying that um, there's projected to be, you told me 4.4 to 4.6 million. It's running about 4.3 somewhere in there right now. And then didn't we ascertain, or you did rather, that there's how much, uh, like based on what we know about new construction that's not hitting the MLS. The, the, I think it's about 600,000 more homes. Okay, so now we're over 5 million comfortably. Right. And then there's stuff that's strictly off market, which accounts for... Uh, I don't know the exact number, but there, there's a lot. And, you know, none of this accounts for new building, new construction permits for subdivisions that are going to break down ground in six months either. You know, you could build something, you could put your buyer in contract in something like that as well. We believe, and I have, um, you know, Julie and I are looking to uh, have this belief uh, made, you know, incorrect. We look for conversations with people that are going to know more about this than we do. But it seems to us that we are in real estate industry during uh, in a new, completely um, new space in terms of what's going to happen in the future as far as resale. Why? Because so many homes have these ridiculously low interest rates. It's going to be really yeah. hard to get somebody out of an interest rate of 3% or less. We've known people that have interest rates of 2% or less and get them into, let's say they're not paying cash for their next home. Uh, and get them into something that's going to be in the sevens, let alone the sixes. There are going to be a lot of sellers that would have moved up by choice 
you know, needing a bigger home or maybe move down because they no longer need, the, you know, their bedrooms or whatever, they're going to stay put because of the nature of their cash flow. That's not happened mm -hmm. before in the real estate industry based on our research. Well, and that leads us also to new construction because one of the big advantages that builders have is because they have in-house financing where they can make the rates lower, they can do all kinds of uh, different types of loans. So the other interesting thing that I read this morning was, and I think this will surprise our listeners, that uh, the average sale price of what is being built has actually gone down. It's not, it hasn't gone up. The percentage of new homes, and those of you who are working with droves of buyers, and I have to say from our coaches and coaching clients, it seems like anywhere for, it, it seems like about for every one listing you guys have, you have between 10 and 20 buyers. So I know you have droves of buyers, right? So this is good news for those of you who have buyers looking at 550 or less the percentage of new construction being built under that 500,000 mark is actually going up. It's something like 43% is now less than a half million. That's totally interesting because you're, so what would we know about new construction? We're hopefully motivating you guys to really drill down on today's podcast. Hopefully you're seeing where the biggest opportunity is in real estate for at least the next three to five years. Yes. We believe most of the new inventory is going to come from new construction. Your market maybe that would be even more true than others. I know we have a lot of coaching clients in Iowa and they're oh, oceans. oceans, right? Well, exactly. I mean, even in our neighborhood, when you say about 50% of what's available to purchase is new construction, maybe even more than 50%. Something like that. I'm sure that's yeah. true. But if you're in a very densely populated area where there's not a lot of you know opportunities to build, then adjust accordingly. Sure. But there's no doubt that new construction is going to lead the way because the new construction has all the advantages over resale and you're going to learn more about that now. And the most important thing, what I'm hoping you all take away from this is a real sense of optimism. And your homework is going to be from this podcast is to learn what new construction is available. And I'm going to say in your marketplace, but you're going to need to expand out of whatever you think your marketplace yeah. is because your buyers are going to expand out of your marketplace. And I'll give you guys a great example. Um, in San Francisco, I'm sorry, in San Diego, People will move in, uh, they'll move into the, the desert basically and commute to San Diego because San Diego got too expensive. And all these other, California is a great example. You see a lot of communities that were developed because people couldn't afford to live in the more expensive areas. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, obviously they just would drive wherever the heck they wanted to go. That's a normal phenomenon that happens as communities get more expensive. Uh, and that's what's going to most likely happen with your market as well. So in your immediate organic market, there might not be a lot of new construction. There might not be any cornfields. There might not be any opportunity. But guess what? A half hour in any one direction, that's where the new construction is going to be. So you're going to have to expand your thinking and realize that your buyers are headed in that direction anyway because uh -huh. they're getting frustrated. Oh, and by the way, the builders who is a half hour away is also buying down the interest rate. So not only are they getting a new home with a warranty, uh, that's most likely going to be the same, if not less cost than the resale homes, but they're also going to have a lower payment because the buyer, the builder is buying down the interest rate on the mortgage for that buyer. You guys get it? Oh, and guess what? A lot of the builders are offering over market rate commissions. So if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what <laughs> Connect will. Connect the dots, right? right? And you can find it. Please don't just be addicted to your MLS. Use newhomesource.com. You can even use Google new construction in, plug in your zip code. Just BIA. because it's not in your BIA Builder Association, just because it's not in the MLS does not mean it doesn't exist, guys. Okay, we'll talk about that more in a second. So first, we're going to discuss the different types of new construction that you should know about. Next, we're going to talk about why it's such an amazing opportunity. And finally, we'll get some extensive coaching. We may not get to everything on how to make money with new construction. So for the real drill down, of course, you want to join Premier Coaching by 
clicking on the link in the description or going to premiercoaching.com. So again, it's in the show description. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, or if you're over on YouTube, scroll down. You can join Premier Coaching now. We do not coach you on this podcast. A lot of you call think we are coaching, but we are absolutely not. If anything, this is training. So from this training, we're hoping you to re- we're helping you to realize that you can indeed be successful because of this market. And the next natural step for all of you is to join Premier Coaching. So scroll down, click on the link to join Premier Coaching. You can join Premier Coaching for free. Thousands of you have so far this year. There's a reason why this is called the number one coaching program in the United States because it was built for this market. Scroll down, click Premier Coaching. If you're for some reason not able to do that, just go to premiercoaching.com and go ahead and join. All right. So first, we're going to quickly go through the five main types of new construction. What is new construction? Number one, we have traditional new construction. That's single family home neighborhoods. You might live in one, normal neighborhoods. Okay. Number two, you have new townhomes, doubles, zero lot line homes, and patio homes, sometimes called zero lot line homes. Those are homes that are built, maybe sharing a wall, maybe just very close together. Number three, condos. Those can be low, medium, or high rise condos. Number four would be urban and suburban infill, teardowns, rehab properties. For those of you, maybe you live in downtown Boston or an older community, look for that suburban teardown and rehab. And then last but not least, number five, land acquisition, lot sales, and development. So number four and five, you can sometimes find buildings that are like you and I were just talking about the fact that they're starting to convert old uh, high schools and whatnot into residential homes. But you could also find people in LA, this happens a lot. We've had some of our coaching clients that will buy condos uh, and maybe convert them to apartments or apartments and convert them to condos. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of different ways. Um, We've seen in some markets too, where you can, I think Austin, this is true. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. You can actually have a house built in your backyard. So you're able to actually have mm-hmm. a main house, and then you could build another house that's sellable in the backyard. All these different ways that people are going to start figuring out how to leverage the opportunity uh, to make money on real estate. Yes, and even I should have uh, added number six because I have a coaching client who has a builder client that does this, and that is these crazy little uh, subdivisions on the side of hills and things like that, very scenic of tiny home neighborhoods that you can turn into VRBOs. That's kind of a new construction too. So why should you take new construction seriously as a source of business? Number one, it is a great source to find inventory for your buyers that aren't finding anything in the MLS. Note, many resale buyers get frustrated thinking about the cost of repairs for an older home, not to mention having to compete for one. This is a solution that overcomes all those objections. Point number two, new construction is a major part of most markets. Not knowing new construction is a handicap to your career. Don't claim it's not there if you haven't actually researched it. Again, new construction currently, as of yesterday morning, is running about 33% of available inventory nationwide. It does exist. Point number three, one relationship. Why do you care about new construction? You can have one relationship with a builder, developer, or sales manager, which will lead you to multiple transactions. That's always a great thing. We listed a lot, one house with a builder named Matt Truco. From that one, he listed, uh, and this was a more expensive home. It was like $750. Then he listed two other homes with us, which were around a million dollars. And then what he did is we sold all of those. I think we may have done some smaller deals with him. And then he listed a 73, like maybe three or four years later, he listed a 73 unit condo development uh, with us as well. None of these were in the same market. He was building all over the place. All different types of product too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, luxury homes and then condos. But the moral of the story is, is that one builder relationship, if you get an ambitious one, Mm -hmm. they're going to do multiple transactions with you over time. 
It's a great thing. Okay, number four, end the frustration of being in a competitive offer situation with your buyers trying to buy resale homes. Remember, low inventory causes that. New construction offers them the freedom of choice, the freedom of time to move, and no rehab costs. It's also better for the agent. You don't have all those endless inspection nightmares. It's worth saying, too, that a seller that's a builder is always a motivated seller because they have to sell the property, and the sooner they get the contract on the house, they actually will start to, uh, in some cases, it'll change the nature of their loan. A lot of these builders, especially if they're using borrowed money, which most of them are, mm -hmm. they're going to have to start paying interest on the loan, let alone start paying the loan back if the property isn't sold quick enough, which will you know, obviously eat into their profit. Most custom home builders are trying to make 20%. If you find a custom home that's sitting unsold, especially an expired one, that is the best seller you will ever have because they're incredibly motivated because they're writing a check every single month just to keep that house unsold. You want motivated sellers? Talk to builders, right? Because they get to build more. The more they sell, the more they get to build. Right. Um, also, interestingly, one of the advantages that builders have, I read this a couple of weeks ago, during uh, most of the boom of the past you know, five or 10 years, they were making margins of 30 to 40%. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a builder is going to say, you know what? I still want to build, I still want to move product, but and I can take 20%, unlike some of the sellers out there that are maybe less motivated because they're not making that margin because it's more difficult. Builders have that um, flexibility. We're going to give you another, for example, and this isn't in Julie's points, but it's advanced coaching. Advanced coaching warning. Do it, do it. All right. <laughs> so you will find in some markets, there are big parcels of land. Maybe it's old farmland, or maybe somebody just is selling a, you know, a, a house with 10 acres or whatever. It doesn't matter. Oftentimes, that property could be redeveloped into a subdivision. So look for properties that are going to be possibly able to be redeveloped and then find these small, medium-sized builders. You have now, like for example, in your marketplace right now, I guarantee you there's at least one um, area where there's these ranch homes that were built in the 1950s and 60s that have these big lots. Well, it turns out on those big lots, you could probably build three or four, maybe five homes. Those are the infill type situations that we're talking about. The big 1950s home goes away and then you build all these other houses. Now mm -hmm. you find the lot, you find the property, you find the lot, you find the builder, and then you sell all that, obviously, but you also are getting that builder to agree to list all those properties with you. You guys get it? It's called creating your own inventory. I know Carrie Shaw and Dan Lesniak in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C., we're partners with them on one development. They build their own home. They build their own condos. So no inventory in Washington, D.C. What are we going to do? And they said, well, let's build 50 condos. Build some. <laughs> yeah, let's build some. And that's what yeah. they're doing. And they're going to double in almost every one of those for sure. You guys get it? So find people that are builders who are ambitious like that because they all are. So the nice thing about builders is they have to build because that's all they know how to do. So they're going to build no matter what the interest rates are, assuming they can borrow money. They're going to build no matter what the market conditions are. They're just going to change what they build. Matt Truco was building luxury homes when when the market was that's what the market wanted. And then in his, you know, he saw a different opportunity in a lesser priced product and then he changed to condos. So a builder always has to build and they will build in all market conditions. What they need more than anything is they need land to build on. Now, there's, so there's land to build on, like I just described, but there's another opportunity. You can find somebody that develops lots. If you, and again, this is a weird thing, but there are people that will buy the land, and then what they'll do is they'll go through all the zoning, and they'll put in all the, you know, the streets, and they'll put in the sewers, and the electrics, and the utilities, and the rest of it. And then what they do is they sell the whole thing 
to a builder. So in your marketplaces, there's opportunities for people that are doing the lot development. Get to know all of them because all of these can develop and do multiple transactions. Julie and I personally experienced you know, what we just told you with Matt Truco, and we've had a lot of other builders. I'm thinking of Heath Moulton in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Heath Moulton in Iowa sells hundreds of homes per year, all new construction, like no resale, all new construction, one relationship, dozens and dozens of listings. Well, in fact, he has more than one builder relationship. He works with lots of different builders. I think he actually has four now. Yeah. You know, so lather, rinse, repeat. All right. Number five, buyers can often get more house for the same payment. If you find them a builder with in-house financing, rate buy-down options or other assistance. We've done podcasts on what all of that means. And if you're working with a builder or will be working with a builder that's not offering those things, you're going to show the builder how to do those things. And that's going to give you an advantage in the marketplace when that builder is then choosing who they're going to be as their listing agent. You're going to show them because you're going to introduce them to a lender that can help them to do it to do all those things to make it so that their new construction is actually costing the potential buyer a hell of a lot less because the interest rates are being bought down. And also the small and medium-sized builders, their biggest competitor are the large builders who already know how to do all this you know, interest rate finagling at scale. So you educate them on that and you'll be surprised how, frankly, how invaluable you become to that builder. Yes, and you've done a little precursor to our more advanced part of this section, seven ways to make money with new construction. So I put them in order of the easiest. So if you just want to start, we're going to do number one will be the easiest. Number seven, you wandered into a second ago, but we're going to do that easiest to more advanced. Before we get to the first point, and guys, we're going to go through these quick for the sake of time. Lots of you are looking for a broker upgrade. Many of you are looking to, frankly, you know, why is it that maybe the market's a little bit harder than it should be? It's probably your environment. It's, it's We talked about this on the podcast yesterday. It's probably your brokerage or your team. There's probably something that's going on with the psychology of the environment which you sign yourself in, find yourself in. You are listening to this podcast every day. You are motivated. You are becoming educated. You now want to essentially get into action. But everywhere you go and everyone you talk to, everyone's looking in the opposite direction and looking for a head, you know, look to bury their head and wait for the storm clouds to clear. Do not think like that. Do not be like that. If you're in an environment like that or if you want to avoid being in an environment like that, Julie and I welcome you to join Julie and I at EXP Realty. EXP Realty is the single best business decision Julie and I have made in at least the last five years. If you're ready to upgrade your brokerage experience or frankly choose the right brokerage right out of the gates, please do consider joining with Julie and I at EXP Realty and we've made it very easy for you. You can just text the letters EXP to 47372. If you're just getting ready to get started, you want to learn more about EXP Realty, text the letters EXP to 47372 and you can learn more about why so many agents are joining with Julie and I at EXP Realty. Or if you're looking to land the plane, You've already decided you want to be at EXP Realty. You've not yet chosen your sponsor. Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your sponsor at EXP Realty. Text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206, and let's have that conversation about you joining with Julie and I at EXP Realty. It is probably the best business decision you'll make this year. So do not wait. Do not procrastinate. Do not say you're going to do it at the end of the year. Do it now. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you're ready to join now and you're looking for a sponsor, it'll be very proactive in your success. Text me directly, 512-758-0206. All right, Julie, let's go through these points. Yes, we're going to do these 
exactly. And these are just the top seven from easiest to more advanced. There are many, many, many ways to make money in new construction. So number one, simply work new in a new construction model home during the hours the builder doesn't have coverage. Sell their product when you can. They will educate you on that. And keep the leads who don't build with that builder or don't build at all. Think listing leads, new construction buyer leads, regular buyer leads, and endless supply of leads. Okay, number two, and no, you don't have to be an employee of the builder to do that. Point number two, can create a relationship with the new build reps and or sales managers at different projects where they refer the resale listings to you. If they're licensed, you can pay them a referral fee. If not, you can show your gratitude with gift cards, bake them cookies if you have to. They have resale leads. Here's the more take the takeaway from point one or two. The new build reps are in those offices, in those, uh, you know, those models during long, long, you know, they have long, long days. They're going to want days off. Chances mm -hmm. are there's going to be nobody there to service potential buyers during those days off. You can volunteer to be there. Now, with that said, if that opportunity doesn't exist in your marketplace and the new build reps don't want you in their office when they're not there, we have known many agents who park their cars outside of new build rep offices when the offices are closed. Do it anyway. And they will do it anyway and have conversations with prospective buyers. And here's what you have to do, advanced coaching tip. When you find a human that is potentially interested in new construction, the new builders will have a form where you register that potential buyer. You need to get the forms, the registration forms, and maybe it's an online form, doesn't matter, from every single one of the new build uh, construction areas in your community, in your overall area. And when you have somebody who's interested in new construction, register that somebody with every single new build rep. And if that somebody decides to build with Builder ABC, you're going to be paid a commission because you registered them with that builder. Oftentimes, the builder will not require you do anything other than submit the form saying you're the one that introduced them to that project. That's right. After all, the, commis the commission is baked into the sales price. We have had coaching clients, I don't even, thousands at this point, yeah. who all of a sudden are told that they have a closing coming up in 90 days. Uh, that they did not know about because so and so uh, mm -hmm. included them on the uh, you know on the contract as their rep, even though all you really did was let them know, hey, there's a new build rep. You might want to check that here. Mm -hmm. Sign this form. That's right. That gets rid of the possibility that your buyer wandered in there on their own. Don't let your buyers know more about it than you do. Even if they did wander in there on their <laughs> own, you will have registered them. So you're still going to get paid provided they move forward and build with that particular builder. Yep. Okay. Point number three. Here's, we're getting more advanced. List the spec homes the builder has under construction or homes where contracts recently fell apart. There are always opportunities that arise, especially in the larger subdivisions. Not in the MLS listings here, guys. That's right. Some of our coaching clients are doing that just off of blueprints. The house hasn't even started yet, but they're getting permission from the builder. They're doing any level of listing you're, for that. You're saying to market the properties that are yet yes. to be built, right? That's right. So point number four, list every listing the builder has. This is more advanced. Representing them on the whole project. This may include both lots to sell to other builders and or the actual homes being built by your builder. Getting more advanced, point number five, sell as much of that that you can yourself to your own buyers, controlling more of the project and keeping the builder as happy as possible for future developments. Point number six, bring the builder or developer land, sell them the land, list their new homes, sell those homes, lather, rinse, repeat. Point number seven, develop land yourself or with investors, like what you're talking about with uh, Dan and Carrie. This may include house-by-house house teardowns, rehabs, or larger projects. It is important to understand that unless the new construction is in a terrible location, new construction will always be resale. Uh, again, it's, it's not. You, you might have areas where this uh, older community is incredibly desirable. 
because of its location and the proximity to all the amenities that the city has to offer that everyone goes to anyway, right? Those would be the exceptions. I'm thinking Austin has plenty of communities like that. As but a, even example. that, you go to the teardown builders. Exactly. So the moral of the story is new construction, even if people have to drive in, because of the nature of what's going on in the market, because of all the benefits that a builder is going to be able to offer, that resale won't be able to offer, is going to hand the resale its butt. And you're going to see in our you know, we cannot see any reason why we're wrong about this. You're going to see the new construction builders. They're going to take off. And you're going to see a lot of the small and medium ones are really going to start building their businesses. Now, you're going to have to recognize the opportunity is everywhere. You just need to tune in your frequency. When you drive past or when you see a FISBO and it's got three acres and the house looks like crap, so you just assume that, well, I'm never going to try it, blah, 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 blah. You need to see the other opportunity that's there. When you list a four-family and then let's say each of the units is a three bedroom and it's a bath and a half and it's got a nice kitchen and it's in a good location and all these other things are, you know, a potential. You may be the one to think about making those into condos. A market like this will reward people who think out of the box and don't just, you know, I'm going to go to the MLS and see what's for sale. Think out of the box, think bigger, create your own inventory. This is what this market is all about. Those who are stuck in the quagmire of buying business and waiting for the business to come to them, you're going to be waiting until the point where you're no longer in the business. And we've seen this happen before, mm -hmm. and it is unfortunate. And by the way, you know we're seeing a new wave of agents get into the business who, frankly, are very proactive. And a lot of you guys are listening to our podcast. We're seeing a lot of agents that are that are coming from professional sales backgrounds. Maybe they got laid off from some mm -hmm. job that was in the tech sector, but they actually learn how to sell and they know how to actually you know lead generate, and they're not afraid to pick up the phone. The quality of the people getting in the industry right now is like nothing we have ever seen. Totally, completely, 100%. We talk to them every single day. Not only are they not weird about being in sales, but they're thrilled that they don't have to purchase the inventory themselves. They like to see effort equals results. It's, it's definitely a changing world out there, but the ones that are skilled and those are getting your skill together, like many of our listeners, are absolutely being rewarded by today's market. I think the lack of inventory makes it so you can do more creative things so that your builder relationships are worth that much more. So for those of you guys who are ready to upgrade your brokerage experience or looking to uh, join a brokerage that's going to be very proactive in your success, Julie and I are absolutely 100% um, loving the opportunity to be your sponsors at eXp Realty. You can just scroll down. There's a link in the show description, obviously. Just click that link. Or if you're listening to us on a podcast and you're driving or whatever, just text the letters eXp to 47372. But in this marketplace, this is, whether you know it or not, this has been the opportunity you've been waiting for. Some of you want to know what it feels like to be in the right place at the right time. It wasn't the past market. The past market was brutal. The, the past market did not reward anybody other than those who were willing to pay massive referral fees and do a whole bunch of other speculative stuff because there's such a skills deficit right now and frankly, a work ethic deficit right now. If you're getting into this business and you have energy and enthusiasm, you have drive, you're willing to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level, you will not only you know displace the well-entrenched top producing agents in your marketplace, you will dominate faster than ever. We speak from experience. Julie and I got into real estate in our early 20s in a market very similar to this, and we sold over 100 homes our first year in the business. And this wasn't listing a subdivision. This was one home after another after another. Those new construction stories I told you came years later after we earned the right to be, you know, to earn business from these big, you know, what became big builders and whatnot. But we did it by actually 
honing our skills in a market very similar to this. So do not delay, guys. Be excited about this market. There are more people that are wanting to buy real estate. Demographically, the winds are at your back. And yes, because of the fact that there are so many agents out there that don't know what to do, that creates more opportunity when you do. Do not delay. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.